Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll take, we'll a, take a cup of kindness yet for all and surely you'll buy your pint cup and surely i'll buy mine and we'll take a cup of kindness yet for all langsyne for all langsyne my dear for all Lang Syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for all Lang Syne. We too have run about the slopes and picked the daisies fine, but we Wandered many a weary foot since all lang syne. For all lang syne, my dear, for all lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for all lang syne. We too have paddled in the stream from morning sun till dine. But seas between us broad have roared since all lang Good enough, damn it. Yeah. Lizzie McGuire, Volume 3, When Moms Attack. Our dramatis personae, Lizzie McGuire, a typical 14-year-old girl who has had her fair share of bad hair days and embarrassing moments. Luckily, luckily, Lizzie knows how to admit when she's wrong, back up her friends, and stand up for herself. Lizzie's alter ego, who says and does all the things Lizzie's afraid to, is a cartoon character. Miranda, Lizzie's best friend and most trusted confidante. Gordo, Lizzie and Miranda's smart, slightly weird friend who's always there to help in a crisis. You think Lizzie's eventually going to get finger-banged by Gordo? Oh. I'm just saying. I don't know. This, by the way, just, just, just for everybody who's listening to this, this is the first time I have been introduced one iota to the Lizzie McGuire... Canon? Canon. Yes. Yeah. Is it a canon? I think so. See, what I'm thinking is we need to get a sponsorship from Audible.com, uh-huh. and one of the books we can recommend is the Gene George reading oh. of mm. Lizzie McGuire. Uh, this is Lizzie McGuire, Volume 3, When Moms Attack, and Misadventures in Babysitting. We're really more concerned with When Moms Attack because it was, uh, 
because it was written by a friend of the show, uh, uh, Nina Bargill. Right. See, I was in San Jose. I visited Heroes Comic Book Shop with my brother-in-law, and I found that, and I, I explained to my brother-in-law, I explained to the clerk as well, just why I was... Uh, and your parole officer, because yeah. does that violate some, <laughs> some of those terms of your, uh, <laughs> the terms of your probation? Exactly. Possession of Lizzie McGuire uh, manga? Paraphernalia, Paraphernalia. in general. Um, and he tried to embarrass me about it at the dinner table with all the relatives. Uh-huh. And I, he's just like, so what, what Brody did today, and, I'm, and I, just, I just put the kibosh on right away. I'm like, John, they're not going to know what that is. And he shut up. Uh, boo. <laughs> That's horrible. Anyway, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm surprised because I did not realize that, uh, Robert Carradine played her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Of, Good um, to see him getting work. Of, of Revenge Rip, of the Nurse. Riptide. The Rip, oh, yeah. Mm, he's not, no, you're thinking of Tom Bray. Mm. Played Murray Bozinski on Riptide? Let's consult. No, I'm, I'm, I, there's no con- consultation needed. There is, you, you go ahead and look it up on the internet, but. Tom Bray played Murray Bozinski on Riptide, my friend. Riptide, Disambiguation, TV Disam- series. Are you looking at Wikipedia or IMDb? The, uh... Let's see. Oh. Let's see, You're Perry, getting your nerds mixed up. Perry King, Joe Penny, and Tom Bray. That's right, as Murray Bozinski. I want to see a picture of this Tom Bray on he IMDb. He looks a lot like Revenge of the Nerds era. I mean, you, well, you, you've got three go-to nerds in the 80s. There's Eddie Deason... There's Tom Bray, and there's Robert Carradine. Yeah. Those are your they and they all look very similar. Yeah, he looks more like David Schwimmer to me, Tom Bray. Now that I'm looking at him up. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure he's a normal sort of dude. But, but I mean, th- are you implying David Schwimmer is not? No, no, I'm implying David Schwimmer is. I'm implying they all are, as a matter of fact. But they okay. get nerded up. Got it. I mean, they're all actors. I mean, they can't be particularly you know, and they're they're not. They're all actors. They've got a, Eddie Deason's kind of weird looking. I, I, will, I will have to say, but it's like they kind of they all fall along the Pee Wee Herman axis. Right. They're just you know dark hair, kind of slight build. Um, you know. Do you remember when um, the they interned Japanese Americans because of the fear of the uh, Pee Wee Herman axis in World War Two? <laughs> yeah, the Pee Wee Herman axis. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was the unholy alliance between, of course, Mussolini, mm-hmm. Hitler, mm-hmm. and Cowboy Curtis. That's right. <laughs> Jambi remained neutral. While, while, while during, during the Pee Wee Herman's Civil War, Stalin supported, Stalin supported the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> but Hitler supported Jambi. Now, where did the King of Cartoon Land fall in on all this? I think they were like Switzerland. Okay. So they 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 may have laundered Nazi Nazi gold. <laughs> <laughs> they were complicit in parts of you know of of, of <laughs> the German you know plan for <laughs> world domination, right. but uh, but not exactly you know, or maybe it was more like the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was more like maybe it was more like the Vatican. They knew what was going on. They had to know, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> the secret word is <laughs> it's Liebensraum. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that got <laughs> not like we have an agenda. 
<laughs> Not like we, I, I ran out of the gate with, uh, with underage finger banging and, uh, and uh, Nazi propaganda. I don't know if there's any other kind besides underage. I think when you're older, it's finger blasting. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, that's been determined by the internet. This was kind of the year of the finger blast. I've noticed a lot of that in the zeitgeist. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just uh, Lizzie McGuire. I'm puzzled. I don't know where I don't know where to put this. I don't know where Hillary Duff begins and Lizzie McGuire ends. <laughs> it's like an Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. Now you're talking about Lizzie McGuire or her cartoon alter ego. Is her cartoon alter ego also called Lizzie McGuire? Is that confusing? Wow. Are we in through like some sort of, uh, you know? See, this is why I didn't see Inception. Um, it gets complicated. Was it complicated or was it just dumb? <laughs> I'm just, I kind of hear different things. Yeah, about it. I don't know. I think maybe there are people who think it's complicated and those people are dumb. We've made a real life connection here um, with um, Slack Mistress, who uh, slightly before the recording, we let her know about the acquiring of the Lizzie McGuire manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina, of course, but her Twitter handle is at Slack Mistress. And uh, my friend Meredith's like, hey, how do you guys know each other? It turns out they know each other. Do they know each other? Apparently, yeah. I don't think you've met Meredith. I don't um, think Not my Meredith. We have a... Uh... We should have a, a show full of Merediths. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, no. This is a uh, Meredith, no, Meredith Jennings. Awesome. Meredith Lovegrove. Uh, she, um, she's my hair person, my hair stylist, hairdresser person. You, I haven't been in. I was gonna say, dude. So what she do? She just watches it grow. <laughs> she come in and measure it for you because you have flowing tresses right now. I should maybe be more accurate or say she's Megan's. Ah, so she's. I mean, she's a friend of ours. She was at our wedding. She's coming Got over it. for New Year's. So. Got it. Yeah, and uh, I guess she knows, uh, I guess she does uh, Nina's hair, too. What? Yeah. This is a proof, again, that the world is a tiny place filled with people. <laughs> I, that just makes no sense to me. I thought you were going to start singing Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Oh. I, wait, are we getting... We're getting phone noise. That's me. I'll... I'll... Since my phone reception is awful, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put mine on airplane. <laughs> Rather than heroically try to maintain connection to the outside world, I'm going to eschew connection to the outside world. <clears throat> anyway, I just wanted to take it, uh, some time and read the uh, read the Lizzie McGuire uh, story. Who's Lizzie McGuire's mom? She looks very familiar, and yet she looks like a bargain basement Rachel Harris. Hmm. Let's see. But taller. Lizzie McGuire. Cast. I'm sure everyone is fascinated by this. Um, Boy, this is going to be the... And by the way, it's New Year's. This is our New Year's episode. So let's let's pull out all the stops and... Is it buzzing? Haley Todd. What what else has she been in? Uh, She was Penny Waters on Brothers, which was the very first Showtime comedy series. Oh, right. She was also Hilda's and Zelda's cousin Marigold on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, these are shows I've never watched. 
She was also in numerous episodes episodes of Murder, She Wrote, which one of my screenwriting teachers was one of the head writers of. Uh, I think he was a head writer. Him right. and um, I want to say Angela Lansbury's son were like friends and producers, writers on that. Right. So I like to call that show Murder, Who Cares? <laughs> <laughs> Made a lot of people happy. A lot of old people. It eased their way off into the grave with... <laughs> Angela Lansbury solving murders. Like like Dick Van Dyke in Diagnosis Murder. Have you ever seen young Angela Lansbury? Yeah, she was hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, hotter than Lizzie McGuire, the cartoon? Hotter than Lizzie McGuire, the cartoon, or hotter than Hilary Duff, the non-cartoon? And, and now, which I presume would be about the age that Angela Lansbury was when she... Uh, the only problem I have with like most of uh, the golden age of Hollywood kind of starlets is... It's funny, you see these pictures of people like when they were like 20 or 23, and they all look like they're 40. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether, whether you know, the polio or the <laughs> whatever, smallpox or whatever, or just, you know, clouds of industrial smoke from America's <laughs> belching foundries aged them prematurely, but they all look like, you know, they all look 10 years older than they should be. Yeah. Maybe it's all a pancake. Maybe they were a lot of makeup. Maybe it was. Or pancakes. Pancakes sound good right now. I had pancakes for breakfast. Um, (laughs) Well. We just enjoyed uh, a big bowl of pistachio nuts. Those are the shells. Some good foley. Yeah, exactly. Pass the pistachios. Well, don't mind if I do. Now. Crunch? Sharp. Tuned, eared. Sharp, eared. People with good hearing should notice that our show... Our audio quality has vastly improved. Presumably. For this episode, uh, we have not only fixed snowball mics, and by fixed, I mean, of course. Have we really bitched about this on the air? Yeah. Have we? Yeah. Has it gone out over the airwaves? Or I, I presumed <laughs> I presumed all of that boring technical talk was cut out of the show, and we'll see how much people like this part of the boring technical talk. I'm just. I just want to. You're happy. Well, say you how much a, I love. You got a. You got a nice present yeah. of a microphone over the the holiday. Yes. Break. Was uh, that a Christmas present? This was a Christmas present from uh, uh, Santa mother-in-law. Santa mother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, you're rightly proud of your your new microphone. Yes, it's a Yeti. It is a Yeti. And I've already it's much larger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and hairier. Much, well, it's not as hairy as I thought it was going to be, but it is considerably larger than I thought it was. Yeah. Going to be. Yeah. It is rather phallic. That is. I mean, it's it's like a... I feel like Larry King, actually, with it. <laughs> Next caller. Next caller, Cleveland. <laughs> He's off the air now. I know. I'm here to... Fill his... Yeah. Fill his, his throne. Fill his suspenders. Assume his shoes. Fill his suspenders is the technical <laughs> term for Larry King. Did they replace him with anything? Um, they did. Um, just some it's, schmuck. It's like a some, uh, replaced him on the same set or anything. Just his time slot. Piers Morgan. Is it a talk show though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's the British newspaper journalist. Yeah, no, I And uh, I believe Apprentice contestant. Was right? he? Whatever, dude. <laughs> Them reality shows. Um, are great and pay my bills. <laughs> and I think. Oh. My show got canceled. <gasps> Alabama Damas? Yes. <laughs> Redneck Divas? Bama Bells. Yeah. Bama Bells got canceled. A- AKA Redneck Divas? Yeah, yeah. It was a, g- a great show, great 
cast, honestly, really interesting and and most one of the most awesome crews I've ever worked with. Unfortunately, Sarah Palin's show has well, isn't that right there enough? Unfortunately, Sarah Palin's show. Um, they had like two, three million viewers. They were our lead in. Um, Family uh-huh. Bells did not get that. So bum, bum, bum. they yanked the third episode. And uh, but it aired two, right? It aired episodes. two of the three episode first series run. Wow. Uh-uh. And I say series, not season, because it was a BBC show. Right. Um, but yeah, hopefully to see some of those folks again on other crews, on other shows. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. And so 2011 is uh, all about looking for the next thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The next paycheck. We should do our own reality show. You know what I was thinking we should do? We should do our own award show. Yeah. Because everyone's doing that, and it's bullshit. And it's apparently all you need to do is say top ten or top five or whatever. Yeah. The uh, the shakies. You're the shakies, exactly. And the the statue could be you and me um, leaning over a broken mic. I could break one of these fucking <laughs> mics. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> but, so did you ever finish uh, talking about our horrible technical issues that will bore people to tears and make just, them not want to listen to our show ever just again? Just that it's fixed and it's good and happy and, and plus this new yeti that i've already started recording music on and messing with that so as, as near as i can tell at some point in this lizzie mcguire manga um before that is what it is a manga format it's like an old photo comic yeah it's kind of uh, like, like stan lee used to do these um where they would put or national lampoon photo funnies but with less yeah. tits yeah with no tits as far <laughs> as i've seen I, I just saw the interview wah, with him and wah. Kevin Smith, uh, and he talked about how they, they yanked those after the the JFK one came out the same week that JFK got assassinated, so they just yanked it and lost money on it, so they didn't do any more. Oh. This is, this was like an early Marvel Comics thing. Right. So. Um, Which I saw Grey Gardens, the dramatization uh, on HBO, and it's Drew Barrymore as Little Edie, yeah, and yeah, Jessica yeah. Lange as a Big Edie. And uh, Edie standing for erectile dysfunction, right? <laughs> and Jeannie Triplehorn uh, as Jackie O. It was good. It's fun. Young Jeannie Triplehorn. <laughs> um, but she's kind of wall-eyed. I I I like. I'm I'm guessing that means like big big eyes. Or... No, like kind of like they're looking in different directions. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't know. I like quirks like that though. <laughs> whatever floats your boat man <laughs> um but i was gonna say it appears it appears in one of the panels here on the lizzie mcguire um manga that uh if i'm missing my don't miss my guess uh her dad hangs himself <laughs> doesn't that look like doesn't that kind of look like his feet are dangling oh no it does well Oh, let's I, let's by the by all means let's discuss a visual joke that no one can see for at length. Well, there's two things that came to mind. Uh-huh. One carotene came to mind. Deadwood. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Deadwood carotene. The first episode, Deadwood. Somebody gets hung. Totally forgot about that. There's another carotene I thought. Of well, um, yeah, first episode, but he wasn't in the first episode. I mean, he wasn't in that part of the first episode. True. That happened in Montana. We have our first question. <gasps> this question comes from Miss underscore Sarah underscore S. I know that. At Twitter. Sarah, Miss underscore Sarah underscore S. Uh, Sarah asks, 
One of you is newly bald-faced. How do we know it's not an imposter? <laughs> we know. Can you can you hear? I wonder, how would you determine that? I guess I could rub my face on the microphone, <laughs> and then you could hear the stubble. I don't know what that proves. Now you know why I got my own microphone. Yeah, right. Well, one microphone has a mustache stuck to it, but we yeah. don't have it on the table. Courtesy of um, I, I don't know. I, I guess uh, we'll have to make... Uh, um, I, I could make copies of my IDs and put them on the internet for everyone. Sure. Excellent, an excellent question, <laughs> <laughs> and one worthy of more consideration. <laughs> um, yeah, when you came to the door today, we're recording at the um, stately <laughs> Brody Foster Hubbard Banner. <laughs> yes, yes, and um, the, hub, the Hub Cave. <laughs> It'll be at the site of a, a, a modest um, New Year's Eve shindig uh, that we're having. And you're all invited if you can find it. <laughs> Just show up. Bring um, beer. <laughs> Pabst. Ugh. Why? Because <laughs> it's... Oh, I'd rather strain rubbing alcohol through a sock. $7 for 12 of them. 12 cans. Blech. That's why. I have other Pabst. Oh, God. Well, if it's cold, it's all right. Yeah. It's and hot. it'll be it's the cold. worst beer ever. <laughs> it really is the worst beer ever. I drank hot Pabst once on in the summertime, and it, I just wanted to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Suicide seemed to be an option. And normally, I, I reserve suicide for like being captured by the Red Chinese or the Apaches, but <laughs> hot Pabst. <laughs> um, um, I I hope we answered that question adequately. We did not. I hope so too. We did not. No, not at all. Gene, how was your holiday? How was my holiday? Um, it was good. It was good. Uh, you know, it just it feels like because I'm I'm working this week, it feels like it was so long ago. Um, good, good. The baby got a bunch of crap. Um, not literally. We didn't give the baby feces, but um, no, she that's got, the gift she gives to you. That is. Um, but she got like a a little. Well, let's put it this way: last Christmas, her first Christmas, she got like. Two fifteen dollar things from Target. This year she got like two hundred bucks worth of stuff. Wow! Yeah, like she got like a um, kitchen playset and play food and um, pots and pans and things like that. So and then a bunch of stuff from the grandparents and clothes and junk. So it was really more about the baby. Cool. I got some cookware and um, books and some sweaters and stuff. It was good. It was good. How was yours? It was good. You got I, a microphone. I got a microphone. I had some adventures. Uh, went to Phoenix. Pajo Phoenix? Uh, Phoenix was good. Started uh, our That's state. in Arizona, right? Arizona. <laughs> For those of you our listeners who may not know. Right. My, my birthplace. For the 66% of, of people in the United States who can't find things on maps. <laughs> we stayed at the Clarendon, which is my favorite hotel there. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they have a continental breakfast? No, but they enjoy a continental breakfast. They have a what they do have, and we didn't take advantage of it this time. Well, there's some cool features. There's a pool and a hot tub, which we didn't take advantage of again, right? uh, Because we always go in really cold. (laughs) Hot tubs are awesome when it's cold. That's true. Damn it. Paradox. Irony. Um, And there's like a bar, and there's a there's a overnight like snack free snack bar thing. Like they just have stuff. (laughs) You do realize you just said an overnight snack free snack bar. (laughs) So (laughs) free. So it's a snack bar, but we don't like that. All those snacks. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a bar, an empty bar with empty bowls. So it's free. You can go and just wander in it. Grab some Oreos. Yeah. 
Sweet. Or whatever. Yeah. Like packaged Oreos or they just laying out? Yeah, no, packaged. Oh, all right. Again, didn't take advantage of it because most of it wasn't vegan. And... Are Oreos vegan? Yeah, Oreos are vegan. Sweet. We just didn't take advantage of it. We were uh, like... I, mean, I would eat Oreos out the wazoo. They have some of the peppermint ones in the fridge, the no, Jozo's. No, I'm not going to eat any cookies then. All right, fair enough. Um, but, I mean, we were only there for two days, and like part of that was seeing uh, my friend and best woman in my wedding... She just had a baby, so we went and visited her and her husband and the baby, and that was awesome. I held an eight-day-old baby. Um, they pretty much suck, don't they? There's <laughs> nothing to them. <laughs> this one was strong. Yeah? You kick your ass? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, this... You still got bruises? <laughs> this old guy is tough. Uh-huh. So that'll be... So when, they, so when they leave leave the baby out on the rocks to die of exposure like the Spartans, it will live <laughs> and be worthy of being called a Spartan <laughs> or a Phoenician. Or end up like Penguin in Batman. Or quack, Batman. quack, quack. But see, that's that's uh, that's more uh, Burgess Meredith as the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I always have a problem Danny because, I, because I, uh, uh, I always have a problem because I end up doing... I started out doing the Penguin, and I ended up doing Simon Bar Sinister from Underdog. Right. Because <laughs> I go, whack, 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 and then I go, Simon says, go snow. <laughs> Which, man, those are some weird-ass characters. Yeah. Underdog. Anyway, so continue. So Phoenicians. Do Phoenix people from Phoenix call themselves Phoenicians? Yeah. A lot of them. Idiots. <laughs> um, so... So you were there to visit the Phoenicians? Yes, I visited my favorite coffee place, Conspire, which is no longer a coffee place. The coffee part of Conspire has spun off into its own thing called Jobot. So the coffee was good there. Made by robots? Jobots. Yeah? Yeah. Entirely by robots? Really? (laughs) No. No. It's a dude named Joe. What's the point? (laughs) Is his last name at least like Bots, B-O-T-Z? I don't... Hey, it's Joe Bots! (laughs) I believe so. No. Actually, I believe not. No. Mm. Boo. Yeah. It's good coffee. Really good coffee. And uh, saw the friends over at Conspire, which is still in... What is it? So what is it if they're not selling coffee? Uh, Well, it was always a collective. They have, like, people can sign stuff there, like, in the collective. Like, this group of people who all have a stake in the place. Sure. And, like, one guy has burritos on sale. One other person has, like jewelry or whatever they have a they have an anarchist library Mm -hmm. you know um they have um art uh they they have gotten their own coffee like they have drip coffee now because they want to be able to provide that they have a lot of vegan it's all vegan as far as the food Mm -hmm. as far as the treats and and the jewelry and the jewelry um they do shows there and open mics and things like that they just don't have the elaborate coffee bar that they used to have uh, there that guy went and opened his own deal right, right across the street fucking anarchists <laughs> like Can't keep them together like you know where i live yeah. and you know the bar that i live by yeah it's less distance than that it's like a couple street it's a couple houses over and then across the street oh, all right so so I think everybody's still good and friendly, and both places are great. And if you live in Phoenix and listen you to this podcast, some burritos, <laughs> <laughs> or driving through Phoenix, check it out. It's right around the corner from the old Modified. It's um, Fifth Street and Roosevelt. Who else did I see? Saw my parents. That was good. Uh, had good chats with them. Um, my grandma, my aunt, my cousin, who my wife finally got to meet because uh, 
only my parents came from my family for the wedding. Nobody else could get their shit together and could right. get there. Um, although in my oldest sister's defense, she just had had twins or was just about to have twins. I can't remember the time. I shake my head. <laughs> um, Blood is thicker than water. <laughs> but when water's breaking, yeah. Still. Frontier, uh, frontier mothers would have <laughs> schlapped. Um... Who else? I mean, I visited Eastside Records for the last time. It's a my, I can almost say childhood record store. Definitely teenager. It was where I spent every Friday, Saturday night. Um, uh, I go in and the guys are working and I just kind of catch up with them real quick. And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to come pay my respects. And, uh, you know, I, I did a lot growing up here. Uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, it, it, the first thing he interrupts, he's like, yeah, the first time you got drunk, I know I've heard the story. <laughs> and like, that pretty much sums up Eastside Records right there. Nice. They don't care. No, they care. They, they don't just care. they've heard it. They've heard it all. It was the first place I got. And drunk, then they kicked the crap out of you and threw you <laughs> in the alley. It was funny because it's had such a reputation in Phoenix. Like, oh, those Eastside guys are so mean. Uh-huh. They were so nice. Dude, the story to you just told me said told, told me that they were they're kind of mean, dude. <laughs> I think you're looking at this through rose colored glasses. <laughs> That was kind of a dick move. Yeah, I heard your story before. Shut you down. Off you go. They can be prickly. Go back. Go back to LA. LA, <laughs> LA guy. But uh, I had some good times. They would deputize me from time to time. Mm-hmm. I would I'd work the counter for some store credit. Right. Um, patrol the parking lot on Tempe Art Week when people would try to park in front of the store and, and then go walk off to the art festival. Uh-huh. We go yell at them. Where's so. your receipt for my store? <laughs> go buy something. So that was cool. I ate at all our favorite vegan places. Um, Green Cafe is a really cool place in Phoenix, uh, or in Tempe, Scottsdale. South Scottsdale, Tempe border. And I think that's about it, yeah. It was just good to see everybody. Then we headed back to L.A. for a day, then headed to San Jose. Told you yeah, you bit. were all over the place. Yeah, told you about those adventures. Went to Sacramento for a day. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Elk Grove, which is near Sacramento. Um, I'm... I can't I can't describe how little I care about the suburbs <laughs> of Sacramento. <laughs> I could try, but man, no, I'm not gonna do that. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, it was good. I got um also got Twin Peaks box set. I'm excited to watch that. What is it? The complete series? Complete series and pilot and oh, extras cool. and the Bravo uh, log lady segment uh-huh, when they uh-huh. ran it. Right, right. Yeah, the whole. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, no, that sounds very cool. I still, I mean, I, I watched it first run and I missed a bunch of episodes. Yeah. Because I was, I was probably when I first started doing archaeology, so I was like off doing stuff, and I come back and watch that. I seem to remember that Twin Peaks and Northern Exposure were on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Northern Exposure came after, and kind of I thought bit the style a little bit. A little bit. And now Janine Turner or Janie Turner. Janine. Turner, yeah. The the the. The chick with the thing on her face from Northern Exposure. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like a Tea Party person now. Right? Oh, she's always been like a crazy, fundy Christian type. Yeah, she she yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. her own Christian yoga. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's <laughs> stretching. Because the real Does, yoga is doesn't have know. those woggy words in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yeah, I whatever. Well, I kind of was out. I punched out on that when when I found out that she was you know a god botherer. Yeah. I was like, done with that. <laughs> I said, look, you know, we make sweet love together, but I just can't. I'm an atheist, and it's just not going to work. Yeah. You didn't know we dated, right? 
I don't talk about it a lot. <laughs> There's some things we don't talk about. I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. <laughs> uh, the thing on the side of her head bugged me too. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. That's just freckles and weird things. <laughs> can't, can't, can't. I cannot abide these things. Right. See, I like the quirks. They bother you. Yeah. There's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like my women pure and perfect. <laughs> That's absolutely not true. Um, well, good. So, anything else fun happen on your holidays? Um, on my holidays, no. I mean, it was it was all good and stuff. Something kind of not so fun happened today, which I've talked to you a little bit about already. Um, I was oh, a, you were a superhero. Just say it. Say you were <laughs> Batman. I uh, you were I, Batman. I was. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Of course, I, I of course go to the Tim Burton Danny Elfman score. Well, we'll let the the, the audience decide because my wife sure doesn't think I was a hero. I was um. Well, <laughs> but we we we've gone over this. Your wife is Italian, so when you put yourself well, why don't you just tell the story? <laughs> tell the story. So I was grabbing us breakfast from Out and About. Um, not the name of the store. I'm just saying I was out and about. <laughs> you were wandering the streets. <laughs> Um, You're foraging. Right. In the wilds of Atwater Village. Because I've, I've become a freegan. <laughs> You're a freegan. I can only I accept know. food that's free. Punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> so I grabbed uh, breakfast and was... A smoothie, a delicious smoothie, was it not? It was delicious smoothie breakfast. Was walking away from the uh, location and all of a sudden I see... This you, got, you should. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta cop this up a little bit. <laughs> I was proceeding in a westerly direction <laughs> from the establishment... <laughs> Um, I see a, a, a young man uh, chasing or stalking a young woman. Now, here's the thing. You said stalking before when we talked about this. Now, yeah. was, he, was he creeping along like Wile E. Coyote? Like Frankenstein. That... Oh, was it really? Yeah. Was he like, arms out? Going, <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Um, and this girl just on her cell phone saying over and over again, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I don't know if they had like a little kerfuffle in the parking lot uh-huh, uh-huh. or if. Um, so she's on her cell phone. She's talking to the person, this, the Frankenstein? She She's on her cell phone, I'm assuming, talking to. The cops. The cops or some like safety person. Yes. Uh-uh, like, uh-uh, like, uh-uh. hey, Tad, it's Dixie. I'm picking all my children characters <laughs> from the, the 90s. Um, I just, you know, like, come get me from here and. Uh-huh. Save me from this Frankenstein youth. Uh, great band, Frankenstein youth. Um, <laughs> so I just, I see him like plodding towards her. Uh-huh. And so Relentlessly. I... Relentlessly. Yes. Okay. So I uh, pretend to be oblivious and step in between the two. What? And he's like, get out of the way, man. I'm like, mm-mm, I'm calling the cops. He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm calling the cops. You're not gonna, you know relentlessly stalk her all right and so she runs like what a, did you say to what did you say to pretty much from what i remember because it was one of those like uh, high adrenaline your, like, like yeah all right you know instinct kicks in right right you were like uh maverick and top yeah um and for this my wife says your instinct is wrong uh i am just like you know i'm like i don't want to have to call the cops but i you know you can't you know no i think at that point you you just need to say i have to call the cops yeah you shouldn't be that's the thing is that's the thing is is you 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 can't when you're in a situation like that you can't uh equivocate yeah 
Yeah. I'm calling the cops is an acceptable thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. Discontinue your activity or I I am because I am calling the cop. Yeah. So he now and I'm no expert in body language, but I can tell when a dude's about to hit me. Uh huh. Um, and he's just has a because you sit across from one <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm totally gonna hit you. He has this crazy look in his eyes. Uh-huh. And oh, Frankenstein! He's a yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. We've established. So I decide, you know, I'm, I'm and I'm thinking, just cal- oh shit, he's calm the him. guy down. Uh-huh. So I'm like, look, look around, like, cause there's people. I'm like, look around. We're all here. We're all cool. You know, except I, for you. You're not cool at all. <laughs> no, no, the dude, not you. Right, 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 right. But I'm talking to him like all a bunch of little fonts. Talking to like yes. And so he just kind of looks mad or confused or whatever. And he gives me a little shove. Okay. I spill some of the smoothie on myself. Uh-huh. But uh, the girl's long gone. He goes back to his car, uh, drives away. So what do you think this was? A drug deal gone bad? <laughs> uh, I honestly think... What does the, the girl look like? Just a young girl, you know. He's a young dude. I, I mean, it could. I mean, I say young, like you know, maybe the early twenties. Okay, I don't know. Callow youth. Um, he and he has. There's a woman in or girl in his uh, the passenger seat of his car, like Uh a wife or girlfriend or something. Sure. Uh, I think it was a road rage incident, like a parking lot incident. Um, somebody cut somebody off, or somebody took somebody's spot, or who knows what. But um, and and like you know, I I go back to where I'm going and. He catches me like as I'm. He's driving away. I'm walking right in front of him. And he's like staring me down. I'm like, "Are you the dude who just pushed me?" Did you say that? Yeah. I just, you know I just make and making note of his license plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he like stops his car, and I just keep going. He's like, "Yeah, you better keep walking." I will. <laughs> and thank I, you, thank you for your bio leave, sir. And he pulls away, and I just yell, "You are crazy!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he hey, come on. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you just need to like that. You get to chill on that kind of thing. I think that's my criticism. <laughs> my notes on this. Um, as somebody who has participated in a number of altercations in his in his professional and semi professional career, um, yeah, you just basically. I mean, I, I um, obviously, if it seems like there's something going down, st- start by calling the cops, and then yeah, you know. Like I wish I'd just I'd taken more pictures. I wish I had had um yeah yeah you know maybe like looked at what was going on from a distance and figured it out. Because I mean I've been in a situation where I've seen like obviously gang dudes beating up like other obviously gang people. Yeah yeah, and, and you're like nah, I'm not gonna get involved there. I mean, let's let nature take its course. <laughs> um, right. Yeah yeah or or like pimp and prostitute and there's certain things you should step in i mean i i really honestly think in any situation if somebody's in immediate danger you should save them if if, uh-huh. you, if you're seeing heated words from a right. distance you know maybe call the cops as opposed to step in well i think calling cops no matter what is the good is the, is yeah. the way to do it yeah yeah no i mean it doesn't well whatever you're going to do proactively is you know the cops are your first recourse yeah however the problem is is you know, I live in a neighborhood where their police response time is impeccable mm-hmm. um, within minutes, depending on what's going on. Right. And um, this, I'm willing to bet Atwater Village is not one of those parts <laughs> of Los Angeles where a 911 call gets heated immediately. Right, right. So, um, you know, but whatever you need to do, you need, you need to get the authorities involved. 
yeah. before you start stepping in, you know. If only so that the ambulance shows up after you've gotten shivved. <laughs> but uh yeah. So so then you come home and your lovely wife is uh not happy. Unhappy about you. I mean, interposing I'm, she... yourself into the Frankenstein versus innocent girl. <laughs> right, right. And I'm covered in smoothie, but not too much. I'm like, well, I'm like on the bright side I saved most of the smoothie. And um but, and you she's know. all, that's the matter for you. <laughs> Why you got to do that? She's like, never go inside the family. That's right. Don't tell people my I business. Know. Yeah, see? Um, yeah, well, that's, I mean, you know, that's always a, you know, get your pulse racing. Yeah. I mean, this has happened before. Now you're a junkie. Now you crave it. <laughs> now you crave the adrenaline. It's like, yeah, I watched Watchmen today. And mm-hmm. Oh, so you watched, Watchmen? You, watched it, you watched it after you, after this? <laughs> So now you're all like Rorschach style. It pretty much. Maybe like, Night Owl. Scum, the scum of the streets. <laughs> um, so now you're going to go out and, and, and murder pimps and stuff, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like uh, Clarence from True Romance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if I see you in a trench coat, man, I'm, I'm going to yeah, you know this is why this is why this is why I want a concealed carry permit. Because <laughs> then it's like when somebody you know when somebody's really uh, really uh, yanking your chain. Now you, that's the other thing too is you have to be if you do carry a concealed firearm <laughs> legally, it has to be a last resort. You have to walk away from everything, yeah, unless someone is actively trying to kill you. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I don't know, man. It really depends on the situation. It really depends on the situation. But if someone's a lurching Frankenstein, I can see. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I just think you need to you need to be very careful about that kind of yeah. stuff. Go to the cops. And then jump in. No. There's, there's bystanders. Into the affray. There's other bystanders there, and they asked me if I was all right. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just didn't want him to hurt that girl. Just you know? the smoothie. My smoothie. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should have totally done the, uh, the Kirk from Rathacon. <laughs> smoothie! Um... Hmm. Yeah, it, this this does also though i mean after the kind of the thrill of that and and needing to get my energy out this does kind of uh push forth one of my new year's resolutions um beat your wife up more no jesse thorn <laughs> jesse thorn i want to have a boxing match with jesse thorn why jesse thorn is a podcaster yeah, yeah. i'm a oh, podcaster for, for those of you who don't know sound of young america Mm-hmm. Go Jesse Amongst, Go. Uh, Gordon Jesse, Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. Put this on. Eat that. Eat. Take no. this cup. Hide I... this gun for me. <laughs> I don't know. He's got many podcasts. He's got three, I think. And he's got great guests on him. We have great guests. Sometimes he has guests that I would like to have. Sure. Um, Why have you taken it upon yourself to, to make him your enemy? Uh, you know, Your foe. I was, it was, I was in San Jose. You just don't like the cut of his jib. I was in San Jose. I was watching IFC, uh-huh. which now I think I'm going to have to get because it's a good channel. Uh-huh. Um, and he comes on my screen on IFC, like talking about some mobile device or something, selling some tech piece of technology. Oh, you're talking about Jordan Morris, dude. No, no, he was on there too, but but so was Jesse. Okay. And uh, I just, for whatever reason, that moment decided I need to He's fight this guy. He's your foe. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, why does the the bird fox flies. chase the hound? Why does the birds fly south in the winter time? Or the hound chase the fox? 
Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? <laughs> just like me, they want to beat up Jesse Tharp. Um, what? I, and I really enjoy... This is crazy. I enjoy his show. I enjoy uh, his interviews uh-huh. with people. Right. Um, I, I haven't listened to that much Jordan Jesse Go. I did listen to the Penny Arcade one, uh-huh. where the dudes from the webcomic Penny Arcade came on, and right. there was like a... Some simmering mm-hmm. resentment. Yeah, yeah. Some horrible. It was, I, I heard that it went awry. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like you just want to kick the shit out of him. I don't want to kick the shit out of him. I want to box do. him like a gentleman. Deep down, some Marquis of Queensbury rules. Yes, I feel like what bare knuckled with like at, at for like 110 rounds, where <laughs> like one of you like finally drops from exhaustion. I would do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> it might be a Mark Maron esque jealousy kind of thing. Um, he's also he was on comedy and everything else. So it was a great interview. He even talked about uh, flirting with vegetarianism. Um, I, I we probably have a lot alike. It might be better for us just to sit down and have a beer if he drinks. I don't know. I just kind of get the feeling that we need to put the gloves on. You need to make out with him, dude. That's what I think. There's some homoeroticism <laughs> here. There's a deep, deep vein of homoeroticism. I don't think so because he, doesn't, <laughs> he, he doesn't even look like how I imagined him looking when I finally saw him, which I, I've seen him before um, this commercial on IFC. I, I saw him on the pilot of the Sound of Young America TV show, which right, uh, right, 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 they right. ran online. And I imagined him more looking like a member of the Proclaimers. Hmm. Okay. So Scottish with bad teeth. <laughs> like blonde flat top, big horn rim glasses. Interesting. Okay. Not what he looks like. Right. But I'm thinking for the opening match, uh, you could box Jordan Morris. No, I wouldn't do that. No, I'd kick his ass. No, <laughs> no, no, I, seriously, I probably have, I, I have 60, 70 pounds on him, and and I'm going to guess but about... he's got a couple of years younger than you. He's got a I, doesn't matter, dude. factor. It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. I, I, I've, I've got... Plus, I've, he works I've got on a extreme fl- sports shows, so... Have you seen him? <laughs> I, I probably have a foot of reach on him, and I probably have 70 pounds on him. I'm going to guess 70. It might be 100 pounds. What do you think it weighs? Do you think he weighs 250? I'm trying to think. I think it weighs 200. He looks like kind of pudgy and small. 225? Okay, let's say 225. Cut this, cut I weigh 100 pounds more than him, and I'm sure I have... I, I've got a 19 and a half, 20-inch neck, and I've got, like, I don't know, what is that? 36 inch arms <laughs> no that's it would be there would be no contest and i've watched and participated in boxing all of my life my grandfather <laughs> was a was a, a amateur prize fighter that's the one sport that i watch right i watch boxing no i'm not gonna do that all right <laughs> i mean i will <laughs> but it wouldn't be fair <laughs> so i need to find a frankenstein to fight so i bow out so it'll just be I'll be your guessing. corner man. I'll be your cut man. Okay. Yeah. That makes, mean, and Jordan could be his. And you guys see, can like that's, jaw that's each other. There. What we need to get as the undercard, hot chicks. <laughs> Badoom. So, so maybe um I'm trying to think of the the women of podcasting who who could box. <laughs> they can all box. It's all well, the women it, I could think of right now. <laughs> well, there's Amber Kenny from um uh The Long Shot. Uh-huh. But she was raised on a commune as a hippie, so she might not have it in her. But it's foxy boxing, so it's different. Right. Uh, Natasha Leggero. <laughs> yes, that is a fair matchup. 
And you know Natasha. <laughs> Natasha would kick her ass. I just, I, yeah, off the top of my head. You're right. I would think that Legero would get East it. Coast. Couple, couple Italian. Shots, couple shots to the kidneys, be done. Be yeah. Over with. I think you're right. It would be like early Tyson. <laughs> it would be like, boom, boom, done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, see, I'm like the George Foreman here. I'm old and you can't <laughs> knock me down and I will just crush you eventually. And you'll, you'll tire out. And then you'll sell a grill. It's all, oh, yes, and then I will sell a grill. And I will name all my children the same name. I honestly think that's because he's brain damaged. <laughs> he just named them all the same name so that he doesn't have to worry about forgetting their names. Right, right. Makes wrapping Christmas presents pretty easy. George is coming from Santa. George, this is from Santa. <laughs> George, here's your presents from Santa. <laughs> yeah. And it's a grill. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying to think of who. Uh, I'm trying to think of who, who in the comedy or podcasting world would be. Kyle Kinane. Schmidt, Mike Schmidt. You think Mike Schmidt? Yeah, no, we're we weigh about the same. He's a he's, yeah. he's got a he's got a, some inches on me in terms of height, but. Um, Kinane and I have to have just a beard off. <laughs> right, right, right. But Schmidt's more into the uh, mixed martial arts, so yeah, I, I don't like that. Yeah, it's a little too, you know, you know. It's a little too homo Sweaty for me. It's, it's a little too ball grabbing yeah. for me. There's just a little too much ball grabbing. Joe Rogan with his own urine yeah. on his breath yelling at your yeah, ear. Yeah. Uh, the whole Rogan angle from mixed martial arts really kills it for me. <laughs> and I, I've never watched it until... I had never watched it until I was in New Orleans this uh, earlier this year. And... Um, it's the gayest thing that doesn't... It's the gayest thing that doesn't have dudes coming on each other. It right. really is. It really is. And you don't mean gay, lame, in the bad no, way. No, no, I mean homosexual. In the good I way. I mean, I mean the good way. Yes, exactly. I mean in the in the like a bunch of dudes. Like I said, it's it's the gayest thing that doesn't have a pop shot at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And and I mean it's it's gay in the pejorative way too. But <laughs> but I mean in like the gay sex way. Right. The two dudes who love each other very much or meet in a bar, going at it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just I don't. I'm all about. I'm all about. Look, I've got enough Irish blood in me that I'm all about fighting. Yeah. But but it gets just a little. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, not to my taste. Right. Right. <laughs> so me, Thorn, 2011, uh, sure. the gloves, yeah. all for charity, all for charity. Oh hey, I didn't tell you. Did I? Did or did I tell you the uh, the idea the the drinking thing? Oh, I know. We've talked about Spalding's, Shaky Town drinking game, right? Well, not the Shaky Town drinking game, but but uh, JB Spalding and I were talking about this on uh, JB uh, Spalding, my secret Santa um, recipient from a special thing dot com. I, I saw that. Yeah. What'd you get him? I got him a Jason Voorhees stand up cutout. Mm-hmm. Um, Life size? No, just the little short little like tiny. leprechaun size. We oui, uh, oui. <laughs> the uh, Gary Delabate biography. Call me Baba Booey. And a homemade Santa zombie card, or zombie Santa card, zombie claws, however you want to say it. Undead Santa. Saint Zombiclus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we were talking about it. Uh, I want to do, for charity, get a bunch of us on video, on podcast, live, set up a PayPal account, people buy us shots, we'll have the booze there. Like five bucks a shot and just see who's left. Drink and drink off. People pass out. I could do that. And I could do that with Jesse Thorne and it would be less violent. You could, but <laughs> I don't want to dilute the brand here. <laughs> uh, 
I'm yeah. saying invite him along. Well, maybe, maybe, I bet people maybe invite him a lot of drinks. Maybe. Well, I don't know. See, we're see. I can't. I I I can only say that that you know that JP and I have discussed this, and I'm discussing with you. So before we bring other people into the fold, that we're we're we can't speak for him is what I'm saying. Right. Fair We've enough. We've already talked about you know. Or, Spalding and I have kind of twittered about this, so cool. And as but you know, that's legally binding. So it is a legally binding contract. So, um, oh, that's true. I'm fucked in a number <laughs> of ways. But, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for charity, and they're just we all sit there, and you know, we price. We don't have like a couple different liquors of varying types. You know, whatever, like five bucks a shot right. for like the cheap lame stuff. Um, I personally will have to restrict it to hard liquor only, um, because a, a beer tends to make me not feel well. But yeah, um, but I also think that shots are much, uh, you know. But we could do we could we could play quarters. We could do word like we could do like word games. And as we get more and more plowed, how much fun would that be? Oh yeah. Oh, which reminds me. And if somebody dies, how awesome would that be? <laughs> and then we'll get in the car and we'll drive around town. Well, this is like a great idea. I keep thinking them up. Very good. I, I have a, a, a host of bars I couldn't think of that would I'm just, Even if we do it just like sitting in my living room. Oh, yeah. Set up a video. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to get, think of, you know, people could uh, sponsor it and provide the booze with them for us. Well, I got well. Booze isn't that expensive. I mean, relatively speaking, I have a bunch of it. Boozing, on the other hand, <laughs> boozing is yes. Expensive. If we're at a place, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm also trying to think of liquor laws too. That might not be <laughs> buying people drinks over the internet might not be legal in an actual drinking establishment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's my idea. Cool. Yeah. So maybe next New Year's we'll we'll. We'll plan on that. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm willing to drink I'm, I'm before willing, then. I'm willing to drink. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you said word games. That reminded me that Megan uh, got a Kindle, and um, she hasn't read a lot of books on it yet. She has, however, played a lot of a game called Every Word. I've been playing that. I'm on, like, level seven or eight. Uh, killing me. <laughs> level whatever, level seven made me want to die. Yeah. How, I don't even know. I, I'm, and I'm playing like the casual game. I'm not even playing like the, like the timed game. Right. If you have a Kindle, you should get it. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. We we teamed up on it. We and we've done like all ten levels. Is this, are they the same over and over, or are they do no different, no different stuff, different, different words each time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we played that thing so many times. We've oh, had okay. the whole family. You know, it's we, really fun. Yeah. We did apples to apples. We always do apples to apples with the family. It's a great board game. We also uh, would just pass the Kindle around and be like, "What is this? What are these letters?" Yeah, yeah. I I, I pretty much bailed on whatever levels. I haven't. I'm only. I, I like I said. I'm playing it. I have it. You know, sitting and I pick it up once a day. Yeah, on your Kindle. On my Kindle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have it sitting and and uh, I, I play it every now and again. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think level eight's the highest I've gotten. Yeah, I think I'm on a level eight right now. Cool. But I've already got the, like level seven. I did not find that last word until I had to. Get, I had to actually go to the Internet Anagram server and and plug it in. Yeah. To find the longest word in there. If yes. for those of you who don't know, it's basically the the game is you get a bunch of there's a bunch of words and you can't progress to the next level until you find the longest word you can make out of those letters. It's like Scrabble kind of, 
and gives you a bunch of Scrabble tiles, seven Scrabble tiles-ish. Right. And then, you know. Which, in Megan's family, Scrabble is a religion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they Oh, had, they're Scrablists. Yes. They had the fancy boards. They, the, uh, her grandmother, uh, her late grandmother was, was like, buried a champion. Was double word score? <laughs> yes. Is that what her headstone says? Yeah. <laughs> her epitaph got so many points. Nice. Um, yeah, they, they did, they're just, they're all over that. I, I, I lose every time I play with them. You know, playing apples to apples with little kids, not as fun as you might think. They don't appreciate all the references, all the, the you know, you, you, for the word zany and I put in Steve Martin. They don't know who that is. Huh? Disappointing. Kids today. On technology, I put in cell phones. Oh, let me actually no. The conversation before this, the kid drew technology. What's mm-hmm. that word mean? Technology, like you know, cell phones. Time to draw our cards. I throw down cell phones. His dad throws down toys. Kid likes toys. Toys wins. Boo! Toys are not a technology. I would, I would, I would, I would go to the mat for that one. But you have to play to the judge, and the the kid's dad really knew the judge in that. I knew he would like toys. So I can't fault him for his strategy. I can. <laughs> I do. So. I can and have. I am right now. I, I So wait a minute. So so wait, wait, I don't think we I don't think we 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 reamed out all the uh, the goodness <laughs> here. So so you hate Jesse Thorne? No, I don't hate Jesse Thorne. Okay. I just want to box him. Right. I just want to put on some gloves and fight him in the middle of a squared circle. <laughs> Wearing pantaloons. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's just, I don't know, man. I just don't think about him that much. Yeah. I don't either, but after today, between, like, the IFC commercial, my run-in with Frankenstein, and just general pent-up, you know, years of compartmentalized, you know, being bullied when I was a little kid, and, <laughs> you know, uh... So you want to you <laughs> spread it around, is what you're saying? Yeah. I see. Spread it around, take some lives, just like Gigi Allen said. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say, just like Jesus said. <laughs> <laughs> the other G, just Jesus. Jesus? Jesus. You know, Allen. my favorite show, Jesus and Cassie, Kathy Lee. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, I think for the new year, because this is our new year show. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. Um, One more year till the apocalypse. Right. Now, does it happen during 2012 or like at the turn of 2012? I'm I'm so excited about this conversation. I'm yawning. Oh. Well, yeah. Whether it's the Mayan apocalypse or the second coming of Christ, it's obviously going to be scheduled on a calendar that's only been in existence for the last several hundred years, as opposed to several thousand. And of course, only the calendar accepted by the Western world. And that's what. Uh, well, wait, no, no, because no. the whole because the whole thing is the Mayan. The Mayan calendar is older, right? Than that. But people are also predicting the second coming of Christ. They've been predicting that from right, like th- the couple weeks after he died, right? But they always like think that Jesus is like a, a nine-year-old girl who wants to make a wish at eleven eleven a.m. on right, November eleventh. Right, right. That's true. That's true. And, and you know they think that you know. Oh, so that's what everyone's saying is the apocalypse is coming on eleven eleven eleven. Not 11. everyone, just a couple of people who we is, don't. Just idiots. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole Mayan, yeah, 2012 thing. 
That, you know, a little more ancient of a calendar, I can accept that. But, you know, we're, we're on the, what, the Gregorian calendar? Yeah, we're Gregorian, but we were Julian, and it only, it only shifted, like, 14 days or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, so. <clears throat> I'm just saying that, you know, if if there is a god and he's going to return, then it's going to be, like... Cthulhu. Th- th- <laughs> three twenty six a.m. on a... November 30th, that's my birthday. On a cold, you know, Thursday night or something. <laughs> no, it was a what is it on a cold and gray Chicago morning? <laughs> a little baby child is born in the ghetto. Like it makes as much sense to makes as much sense to predict the coming of Christ based on what the the, the dew temperature will be. You know. Well, I'm sure someone's done that. Yeah. Oh, dude, especially like um, especially like the revelationists they're the craziest of the crazy of the fundamentalist christians mm-hmm. they have all sorts of concordances and weird charts and the whore of babylon is yeah. lady gaga or whatever the hell it is nowadays but yeah just like i don't think the whore of babylon would have been on maybe the whore of babylon would have been on sopranos episode i don't know maybe was she on all sopranos episode she was the telltale musatel she was uh one of aj's friends at the pool when they broke into the school Oh really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, did not know that. True. Uh, she's not a bad-looking girl. It's Lady Gaga. All no, the- out of her Lady Gaga outfit. <laughs> her get up. Yeah, that's a get up. I think at that point it's a get up. It's a it's not a costume. It's a get up. Oh, I see you're in your Lady Gaga get up. <laughs> <laughs> it is a shtick, but I think the shtick requires a get up. Yeah. I mean, that's there's just no two ways about it. <laughs> and she's like, seems like a very real person when she talks about, you know, political issues and gay rights and like she has a pass. I, I whether I can dance to her music or not, and I can't. That that's, has can't. more to do with my dancing than her music. Right. Um, Your mad skills. Right. I always will give her a pass as uh, being a celebrity because she uses it for good. So. As Except far as the you meat know. dress, you know, didn't think the meat dress. Know. Yeah. Maybe as far she's as I making know. a statement. Yeah. <laughs> what are your New Year's resolutions or, or predictions, your plans know, for predictions 2011? Plans? I, I resolutions, to... fuck that. I don't think the <laughs> resolutions work at all. It's kind of dumb. Okay. Um, Goals uh, even, then. Uh, boy, you know, God, I just... I want more not listeners. Die, not die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die either. Ever. That's my New Year's resolution for But more than that, year. I want more listeners. Maybe if you died, I, we'd get more listeners. Maybe if you died. Maybe if Jesse Thorne like, <laughs> slammed your nose bone into your brain, killing you instantly. But then I'd have to edit these episodes, and we just would not be doing this Because <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I don't like, it's work. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, obviously I want more people to be hip to the show. I, I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I... I'm okay doing this for us. You know, that's the whole point of it. And I hope other people get, um, you know, we've had some good feedback though. I, I think that, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm okay talking to interesting people about things that interest me. So I hope other people are too. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a ton of podcasts for your podcasting dollar. There's a ton of podcasts out there and a lot of them are very, very good. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are better than this one. <laughs> uh, and, and all of them are better than this specific episode. But uh, yeah, no more. I, I I would like more um, more folks to be hip to the show. That's a good. That's a good call. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have a baby girl, so you know, I want to watch her develop and everything go well there. But you know, other than that, I don't think I have too much. 
I got my head down too far to, to make yeah. sort of grandiose plans. Um, well, no, I mean we've we've talked about a couple of the shaky the shaky fest and uh, um, you know actually doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, getting some folks that we like from the music and comedy world and and then find a venue to do a show. Yeah, um, a regular show or a festival type show. And I know we both also have some ideas for some taped comedy segments and uh, even video mm-hmm. stuff. Episode 20. <laughs> the forthcoming episode 20 extravaganza. It's going to be our see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Coming out next year. Um, yeah. Uh, or no, what was it? No, see you next Tuesday. Not see you next, is it, yeah, this, That's a sketch show from no, no, UCB, no. but there'll see you no, next no, Wednesday. It was, a, it was a stand-up show. Yeah, what was the one where... John Landis? Yeah, the John Landis. That's, yeah, see, you next. see you next Wednesday. Um, but was that the one that was always like his next movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does that not sound right to me? I know it's right, but it let's is. consult the yeah, Wikipedia, consult the hive mind. Um, I just want to say, as far as for my goals, like getting my living room together was one of the goals, and I've already done that with, you know, well, Megan's you, guidance. Our house actually looks decent and lived in now, so happy about well, that. Well, so that's not your goal for 2011. You're done. Not now, and I got it done. Jackass. Can't um, do that. I'm going to do some more <laughs> recording music-wise and releasing yeah. um, recordings of my own. Well, you've talked about off, other off the air. You've talked about uh, maybe helping produce and record some folks. Yeah, I've, I, especially lately. You know what? Okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put out a Shaky Town musical compilation CD. Okay. I dig so that. So get your shit together and okay. get other people's shit together, and mm-hmm. we'll talk to some of the people, Yeah. some of the musicians that we know. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to some of that. So let's do that. There, cool. We're going to get drunk for pay for, okay. for charity at some point. Possibly box. You're going to you're gonna try and work your hatred, your uh, just searing hatred for Jesse Thorne. Well, okay. For 2011, our first goal is to, to bring your absolute mal- malignant hatred for Jesse Thorne <laughs> into the public view, creating a controversy, giving us more viewers. Yeah, well, there's a podcast feuds are always good. Yeah, podcast feud. So 2011 podcast feud. Okay, uh, with Jesse Thorne, Jesse Thorne. Um, if fact, if it'll help, help, if it'll help, I could totally Apollo Creed. Um, I, I could I could do do Jordan Morris like like Apollo Creed. I could just kill him, and then you Jesse <laughs> would have to come after. <laughs> oh, then he have to come after me. I could probably <laughs> kick his ass too. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> I don't even know you, dude. Um. Yeah. So, podcast feud, uh, a musical compilation, shaky fest, um, drunk for pay. Um. Boy, I don't know what. What else? What else? Um. That's pretty ambitious. Yeah. That's pretty. That's a lot. That is a lot. T-shirts. Huh. Yeah. T-shirt. T-shirts. Yeah. No, I have the designs. I just need to. Yeah. I've seen them. I've seen the schematics. Um, Yeah. So we'll have some merch. Because every podcast needs merch, and everybody needs to buy shitty T-shirts from Cafe Press. No, they won't be shitty T-shirts from Cafe. I, I vow solemnly, as my you swear on this bowl of I swear on this bowl of I I will swear on <laughs> on Lizzie McGuire Volume Three. <laughs> I, that I will my my background as a faux graphic designer and faux printer will not allow me to. I signed up for like a Cafe Press account and then I looked at the stuff and I was like, this is just not happening. 
It was horrible. Um, yeah, so some t-shirts and swag and maybe some buttons cool. for, your, for your frayed denim jacket that you go mosh in the mosh pits with. When did it become a mosh pit? When did it stop being slam dancing? You know, I was having a conversation about this. I went to the Troubadour. Maybe we talked about it then. Um, you maybe. and I talked about maybe. it. I went to the Troubadour to see my friends Andrew Jackson Jihad and Royal Monsters. Um, and yeah, there was like a, a kind of a mosh pit. I think a mosh I think slam... I think that slam implies like late seventies, early eighties hardcore, and people being in a circle, like a circle pit. Yeah, okay. And I think mosh is just a huddle a of melee, bodies, a, a general crowd. melee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get. The, oh, so that's the first time that that that, that explanation has made any sense. To yeah. Because I'm used to slam dancing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The um, the like the uh, agnostic front video or the. The skinhead dude from another state of mind. The, the or in Repo Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. That's fair. All right, I have some see you next Wednesday information when you're ready. Go, dude. It's a based on a line from 2001: A Space Odyssey. It's the last line spoken by Frank Poole's father during a video conversation with his parents. But then it's um, been used in a bunch of Landis and non-Landis works including, and I found this the most funny, was um, in Trading Places, there's a poster in Jamie Lee Curtis's apartment, uh, I think for a French film called Loin des to Miller's Films du Monde, which, is that French for... Oh, that doesn't, is... I, well, first off, that, that pronunciation was atrocious. <laughs> You're going to need to spell that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Miracles? <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> Lunas Viernes Miracles. That's Spanish. I'm battle fishing it. Good for you. So whatever I just said, which I don't know. Mush mouth. I, see, I thought the gag was it was French. See you next Wednesday, but in French. That would be sure, funny. Sure. Um, oh, one of the better films of the world. Yeah, because the mom part. Yeah. The best film in the world. But was that in the See You Next Wednesday thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, it was a poster for See You Next Wednesday. And it was... but the, In, in Trading have, Places. That might have been... And then it was supposed to be the best film in the world. Right, 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 right. The gag. This is all according to the... Wikipedia. Highly reliable, always expertly edited... Well... <laughs> Oh, hey, we should have a Wikipedia entry. That's the, we should be noteworthy. We should. That that would be the goal. That'd be good. Noteworthy. I'm I'm notable by Wikipedia standards, apparently, enough for my page to be vandalized <laughs> periodically. Really? Yeah. Who vandalizes your page? Bitter assholes from Phoenix. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hate that Brody has a Wikipedia page. Mm. <laughs> Phoenicians. There you go. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I think those are. Uh, I think those are ambitious. Mm-hmm. I think those are ambitious. Twenty eleven goals. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that we're we're hashing this out. <laughs> Me too. On the on the record <laughs> for our twelve or fifteen listeners, we have more than that. Way more. We've done going to, and, and I've actually finally been getting feedback, which is nice. On oh, from your side. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I hear from people all the time. They just yeah. Don't, People don't like you, probably. Probably. They just want to talk to you. <clears throat> they can come. They can come settle it in the ring. That's right, in the square circle. 
Mono and mono. I'm going to get trunks. I think I will model. I think pantaloons. I really think you should go for the bare knuckles, uh, you know. I want to model myself after the Damon Wayne's character, James the Reaper Roper from the Great White Hype. How about Glass Joe? <laughs> Glass Joe! Ding, ding! Knock him out! Little punch out for him. Thank you. So, ding, yeah, ding. no more uh, voicemails or twits. Twarts. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to say that I got a copy of... Uh, there's a book series called 33 and a Third, uh-huh. and just ba- based on... Um, or it, it's about musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, or bands like specifically certain albums uh it's yeah 33 and a third a series of books written about important and or um seminal music albums right and scott tennant who is uh, an old friend of mine from phoenix uh actually booked me at the modified um and he he played in bands as well he wrote uh spiderland which is not only about the Slint album Spiderland, but actually goes into the history of the band Slint and all the... Uh, they were like the after... Basically, Squirrel Bait was a band, and they became... Members of that band became Slint. Um, I mean, there's like a big family of bands, as you find out as you read this. Book. Oh, yeah. It looks like spaghetti when you look at fam- band family trees. Yeah. So he's, he's usually... And Spiderland was only like six or seven songs mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's uh yeah six songs so we're gonna have scott on the show soon um to talk about that but uh, yeah i just want to say i'm really enjoying this book Is that it yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i'm suddenly belligerent to you about it we're also gonna have a jackie cation on soon Cool, Dork Forest. Mm-hmm. Jimmy stand, Dore. Stand-up comic. Yeah, Jimmy Dore is interested in coming on after uh, the New Year. Yeah. Uh, and a super special, extra special, at some point, comedian who is my personal favorite and hero. I'm not going to say who it is. No. You're not like anybody can. Super I'm not, You know what? I'm not going to say it because we mention him every freaking episode. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, of course, about... Carlos Mencia. Yeah. <laughs> see i was gonna go for older older i was gonna go for like uh the um avery schreiber <laughs> what's the name who what, what's the guy uh, what's he doing murray langston the unknown comic yeah no. it'd be interesting to have him on oh, that'd be great to have I'd him talk on to him. i would talk to uh he ran a comedy club for a long time uh, bu- 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 Only if we wear the bag on his head, though. Bu- bu- uh, we could wear the bags on our heads. And tribute. <laughs> Some would say say we should in everyday life. <laughs> it's in tribute. We could start a cult. What would uh, the cult? What would you call the followers of such a cult? I guess Langstonites. <laughs> uh, the unknown. Mm. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. No. I, I think we've got uh, we've got some interesting stuff lined up. Um, uh, yeah. That's all I have to say. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be keep doing this and yeah. Been uh, it's been fun. 
It's been a lot of fun. I think this show will drop actually on New Year's Eve, I'm thinking, as a special. Sure. And then um, we're going to take that first Monday off, but have... Well, this is going to be our for Monday. Right, right, right. I mean, it's it, it'll, it's coming out just a couple of days early, basically. Right. right. For and, that week. Right. And we're going to drop it tomorrow and, then, and not... Yeah. It'll, this drop week, it on 1201. On 12-31. 12-31-10, New Year's Eve. No, one 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 one. Uh, oh, you want it on one one eleven twelve oh one a.m. Oh, so you want it to be our New Year's Day special, or drop it at midnight. True. Drop it eleven fifty nine. I might be a little busy. No, no, I think you can. I think you can kissing girls. <laughs> one girl. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> what? One girl will be um, going. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Uh, Happy um, New Year. <laughs> um. No, I think you can. I think you can set it to post at a certain time. And that's what I'll do then. Yeah. And then we'll be back on the. 10th. They don't need to know this. We'll, we'll be back on January tenth, two thousand eleven, with uh, some special guest, somebody, whatever club on the head and whoever's, drag into one of our homes. Dumb enough to fall for our line of <laughs> bullshit. Um, I'll make some phone calls. And by phone calls, I mean emails. <laughs> and by emails, you <laughs> mean tweets. And by emails, I mean direct messages. Um, anyway. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Gene. Thank hap- you for another wonderful... Uh, well, well a bit like be, the first we'll be going six months. Into, we'll be going into... No, no. I was going to say, we'll be going into our second decade of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> as far as everyone knows... <laughs> We're not going to correct them. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, listened to the show and given us feedback and to all of our wonderful guests. Um, we've had, uh, I'm going to say we've had a shit ton of wonderful guests. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and hopefully we'll have, uh, we'll have more. Yeah. Hopefully this won't die a horrible flaming fucking death. Like Jesse Thorne is in the middle of the ring. That's right. When he meets me. See, you know what this is? I fucking figured it out. This is you. You're getting your little wrestling boner again. <laughs> That's what this is. You don't want to. You don't want to box him. You want to wrestle him. I am your mean Gene Okerlund, <laughs> and you are a wrestler from that era. Hacksaw Jim Duggan or whomever you are. Because it's the beard, I think. Um, oh, USA, <laughs> USA. See, see, and now you're doing your little spiel. <laughs> you're trying to draw him out, and then you're just going to hit him with a folding chair. <laughs> Wait, is he a face or a heel? He's a heel. He's got to be. He's got to be a heel. He'd be an Andy Kaufman style, I'm from Hollywood heel. I think so. With his dandy suit? Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I don't know, man. I think it it might be one of those falling down situations where we've seen the enemy and we look and it is us and suddenly we are Michael Douglas. And we're saying, I'm the bad guy. Is that so you? Well, but that's a little introspective for for a wrestling storyline, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, that's 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 a little more than uh, you usually get. I mean, maybe like it turns out you're an a-hole, but... (laughs) um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about it. I I don't know. This is one of the 
burning questions we'll have to answer in the new year. It is. So stay tuned, everybody. Um, yeah, that's that's all. Bye. Happy New Year. Till next time, I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And I'm Gene George. And remember... Something something pistachios. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for old All right, we got to do that and again. Surely you'll your pie cup and surely now see, I have a problem with this. I have a problem with this lyric. Take a what kind of dick makes the person buy his own pie cup? For uh, we gotta start this over. You have run about no, the I'm slopes t- and picked the daisies. We've wandered many a weary foot. Dude, since no. I'm, I'm old done. Langsine. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta redo this. <laughs>on the internet at shakytownradio.com you can twitter us at at shakytownradio you can like us on facebook at our facebook page facebook.com slash shakytownradio send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the shakytownradio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE that's 667-4253 that's the same number